This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. In Bob's news, we just heard from City Councilor Vince Crisanti, who was dumped from his role as deputy mayor after coming out in support of Doug Ford. So here is what Mayor John Tory has to say about it. You can't have somebody who's supposed to be your partner who is then saying in, in the same breath that they're going to you know, be out sort of trying to undermine uh, your efforts to move forward. And I'm so determined to move forward on these issues of housing and transit and traffic and, and jobs uh, that I've got to be able to focus on that without thinking somebody who's sitting as supposedly as my partner beside me is trying to undermine me. And so I think this is a very simple proposition people understand very easily and out there. And I, I just did what I believed was the right thing. I did it courteously, uh, as I would, uh, but I had to make a decision, which I did. Okay, well, a lot of people, including some councillors who don't necessarily support John Tory, say this is obvious, that you can't be on the mayor's closest team if you don't support the agenda. So right now, uh, let's find out uh, why this has become a big deal politically. Let's go to Scarborough councillor Glenn DeBeermaker. Hi, Glenn. How are you? Uh, Hi, Libby. Very good. Thank you. Okay, so what do you make of this whole thing? Uh, I think the mayor has done the right thing. Um, I, I think, as you maybe described, it was maybe an unlikely ally of John Tory when uh, he first became mayor. I was a very strong supporter of David Miller, and I'm on the left of the political spectrum. Um, uh, John Tory reached out to a number of people, made me a deputy mayor. So like uh, Councillor Crisanti, uh, we were given extra, no extra pay, no extra staff, but extra responsibilities, and we take them on gladly. Uh, but I would advise any deputy mayor or any any person who has a job, don't insult your boss on TV and radio, <laughs> especially if it isn't true, and expect to have your job the next day. I can't imagine anybody who works at Home Depot or Swiss Chalet or IBM going uh, in, uh, you know, out on TV and, and broadcasting in the media saying, um, my boss is a bum and uh, there's chaos at City Hall and spending's out of control. And, and my, again, my boss is, is a bum and expect to have your, your job the next day. It just doesn't happen. So I, I think I love Councillor Crisanti. He and I get along very well. He's a very good counselor. He's very hardworking. I think it was a mistake. He perhaps should have called into the mayor and said, you know what, I'm, I'm joining somebody else's campaign. Let me uh, resign from the position as deputy mayor and then do it. But instead, I think, you know, he just went out, uh, said things that, to, to, again, that said things that especially that weren't true. It says some things can be opinion, of course. You, he has a he has a, a right to support uh, um, another mayoral candidate. That's I don't think a problem with anybody. Uh, but I think some of the th- things he said simply weren't true, and I think that was the line he crossed. Uh, yeah, and and just by the way, in the rest of the world outside City Hall, uh, one of the few things that are considered firing with cause is insubordination. 
Um, yes, and again, I, I, I'll look at media, I'll look at counselors, but anybody who has a job anywhere, there, there's a certain courtesy and respect and, and hierarchy that you have to follow. So again, if you work at Home Depot, don't go insulting your boss saying he's incompetent and he's not controlling the, the department correctly and the, and the company's going to go bankrupt. When again, one, those things aren't true, and two, <laughs> even if they were true, that's not the way to do it. So uh, I know one of the things that was said, which I think was very hurtful for the mayor on a personal level, was when the, in a statement by Councillor Crisanti that the spending at City Hall is out of control. Well, you know, we have the lowest property taxes in Ontario. So if anyone listening now calls their friends in Mississauga or Pickering or Markham or Oakville, ask them what their taxes are, you're going to be shocked. I can guarantee you you're paying lower taxes than your friends who live in the 905 belt. Well, uh, I mean, uh, just as an aside, uh, we just had uh, Doug Ford on the show last week. I mean, uh, you guys better get used to hearing that because that's going to be the refrain from now until the next election. Uh, yes, and I, I think people are entitled to their opinions, but there are also facts. Oh, yeah, actually well. show a, a graph of what our taxes are compared to somebody like Mississaugas or Markham's or Pickering or Oakville's, the... the, uh, the the truth, the facts are very different. But So I think you're right. We're going to hear that refrain, but uh, Deputy Mayor Crisanti knows that that's not true. Last year, in 2016, our tax increase was only 1.3%, lower than the rate of inflation. Um, so that's a pretty decent thing in order for us to keep the firefighters we need, the police officers we need, the paramedics we need, the lifeguards we need at our swimming pool. I think most taxpayers in the City of Toronto, considering we already pay the lowest taxes in Ontario, um, would say, well, 1.3%, uh, I don't like 1.3%, but it's not unreasonable. It's not spending going out of control. Uh, I'm going to give the numbers out again uh, in case our listeners have something to say about all of this. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We are talking about the latest thing at City Hall. The mayor, John Tory, dumped Vince Crisanti. In, from his role as deputy mayor after he came out in support of Doug Ford and basically said stuff, spending out of control at City Hall, uh, which I say uh, is going to become a refrain, is already a refrain now that Doug Ford is in the race. And I, I'm reminded of Kelly Conway, Trump's person, talking about alternate facts. <laughs> yes, Glenn? Oh, um, yes. I mean, everybody uh, believes different things, and, and that's why we have elections, and Mayor Tory won the last election. And again, I'm an, I'll am call it an unlikely ally for the mayor, but I've been in the City Hall building under Mayor Mel Lastman, David Miller, Rob Ford, and John Tory, and, and I can look anyone in the eye and say that the mayor, this mayor that we have now is smart, hardworking professional of the four mayors this mega city has had. He's by far the best mayor I've ever seen or I've ever worked with. So I will be out there supporting Mayor Tory in the next election. And that's going to surprise a lot of people because people will say, but Glenn, you're a lefty. Why would you support a progressive conservative like John Tory? And my answer is because he's a good man and the city needs a good man. I do try to step away from party politics because I have friends in all political parties, even the reform party. Uh, and 
And you know what? If you have a decent, hardworking person with a good moral compass, they're going to do a good job. And when you look at the, um, the chaos and the drama that we had at this council four years ago, we're supposed to be running a business. It's called the City of Toronto that spends $12 billion a year making sure that when you dial 911, a fire truck shows up. We had a mayor who was missing in action. He was out drinking and smoking and out with partying. This mayor that we have now works, works, works hard, hard, hard. He's what we need. Again, best mayor that I've seen, and I've worked with all four mayors since the megacity was created. So I think the mayor's going to do well. Okay, well, first of all, I said I was going to give the numbers, and I didn't. So they are 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. We're talking about the latest brouhaha at City Hall. We have a few minutes left, and I am on the line with Glenn DeBearmaker. Now, uh, getting into the weeds of the politics of this, uh, some people say that uh, this problem with Vince Crisanti and uh, a problem that may come up with others is because the mayor did not embrace enough people on the left. Would you agree with that? Uh, I, I don't think I would because um, uh, Vince Grisanti is a wonderful counselor. Nobody would ever describe Vince Grisanti as being of the left. In fact, if no, you no, I'm him, saying he didn't. That 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 the people that John Tory allied with, who are more on the right, um, might be more inclined to go with Doug Ford, and John Tory did not embrace enough people on the left. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, sorry, I understand what you're saying. And, and yes, I think people could, could uh, put forward that criticism. I don't think it'll hold much water because there are 10 uh, city councillors in Scarborough. And uh, up until recently, I don't think you could find anybody, I'll call it more traditional, left-wing or pro-labor or pro-environment than myself. So out in Scarborough, that represents 650,000 people, he didn't choose a right-wing uh, councillor to be the deputy mayor. Uh, he asked me to be the deputy mayor who helps out in Scarborough. And, and coordinates things in Scarborough, and I'm pretty far left on the political spectrum. He had a great relationship with the late Pam McConnell. He supported her poverty reduction strategy. They worked well together, and she, again, I can't imagine anybody being more left-wing than uh, Councillor McConnell was. So I think the mayor's done that balancing act. I think all, all mayors have to do that balancing act. David Miller had to reach out to the right. John Tory had to reach out to the left. There'll be some on the left that are still bitter that John Tory won and that Olivia Chow didn't win and they'll never they'll never get over that they'll always be bitter (laughs) that's a bad way to be (laughs) i think if most people look at what john tory's there i think the description of him as a progressive conservative is one he is very fiscally conservative it is true he doesn't spend as much money as some people would like um, but he has moved heaven and earth to help with the affordable housing file to increase transit in every corner of the city not just in scarborough but we're opening up a new subway to york university this by this Christmas. Uh, we're getting an LRT line built in downtown Toronto. We're, the, John Tory is all over the map doing a lot of really good things. And yes, he's a conservative, but does he have compassion for people who, uh, uh, who are homeless or who are um, victims of domestic violence? He has the biggest heart uh, of any of us. So if any of us needed to have a workmate or a boss, you'd want it to be John Tory. And, and you know, you see the skill set that he has. There's peace now at City Hall. The left wing, the right wing, 
going. No one's yelling at each other anymore. It's wonderful. We're supposed to be working. And anyone in a relationship, like like a marriage and a husband and a wife, I, I ask anyone who's listening, do you think a, a good relationship is when you yell and scream at each other and insult each other and, and, and threaten each other every single day of your life? No relationship, no marriage lasts if you're yelling at each other and threatening each other. You work together and you cooperate and you compromise Glenn, and you be I civil. just want to jump in with a question sure. before yeah. we, we take a call. So we saw some poll numbers which showed John Tory would win easily if the election was today. But if there is uh, another candidate on the left, his numbers start to go down. And uh, the person that was mentioned in that poll was someone like Mike Layton. We've heard Jennifer Keysmat's name bandied about, even though she denies that. What, do you think there's going to be another candidate on the left? And who might you who might that be? Um, well, I, I am a political junkie ever since I was 15 years old, and I'm 55 now, so I'm very plugged into the political scene. I haven't heard any names being uh, whispered about uh, on the left side of the spectrum. And I think, that, again, people on the left are not stupid. Uh, you just gave a very good description. The only way John Tory could lose, I think, the election is if you had a really strong left-wing candidate. I, I think if David Miller came back, I don't think he would be that strong. Mike Layton certainly as well respected and has good name recognition. So in theory, the left could uh, could hurt John Tory and Doug Ford could, if you will, uh, go up the middle and become the next mayor of the city. So that that is a, a problem for John Tory. That That is a threat for John Tory. But the, on the political landscape now, if you ask anybody, give me the top three left-wing candidates that could run against the mayor, nobody could name even one of them, really. Like you go to Mike Layton, and Mike Layton has, uh, to my knowledge, absolutely zero intention of running. Either does Jennifer Kismet, David Miller left the building and doesn't want to come back. So people are, are inventing names. But there is no real name out there, I think, from the left that would be a viable candidate. Okay, let's uh, take a call. We have uh, time for at least one. Bill in Toronto. Hi, Bill. Hey. Uh, with all due respect to your guest, uh, John Tory is no conservative. Absolutely. He is responsible for what's going on in Ontario with Kathleen Wynne. And you know what? How is God, how is that? He was uh, he was the head of the Progressive Conservative Party, and he he blew the election. Oh, that's true. That is absolutely true. But after him, Tim Hudak blew the next election. Well, that's right. So you know what? I guess the right can't get it right. Uh, well, that's but, that that is. I would say that's a very good way of putting it. You know what? John Tory is everybody's man. That, that, that's his problem. He stands for nothing. He'll blow whichever way the wind goes. And, you know, it's, it's Doug Ford, it's time to get back to reality. Get Ford in there, slash and burn, and get rid of the, the, the waste. I can see it in my community every single day. The nonsense that they put up community uh, posts now where you put signs on. So what's that, $10,000 for what? Nothing? Okay, I will well, give uh, Mr. DeBearmaker a chance to respond. You know what, Bill, Mr. De- 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 Bill, thanks for your call. You know what? Honestly, I listen to your nonsense. You are the problem in Toronto. Okay, Bill. Well, okay, well, we don't have to be insulting when we disagree with people. No, and, and I think, see, that's the difference between a Mayor Tory government and, and the late Rob Ford's government was just one of viciousness, 
ugliness, literal threats. They come up to counselors, if you don't vote for this, you'll never get elected again. We're going to get rid of you. We're going to put robocalls into your ward. In a democracy, uh, you and I are supposed to disagree on a policy and still be civil to each other and still recognize that you're a human being and I'm a human being. So when Bill says slash and burn... What are we going to slash and burn? The largest expenditures, we spend most of your tax money on the police department. It's a billion dollars a year. Maybe Bill wants me to slash and burn the police department, but I don't want to. I don't want to slash and burn the fire department or the paramedics. Our emergency services are the largest expenses that we pay for. We have some lifeguards that we put by swimming pools so that your children don't drown. I don't know if Bill has kids, but I want to make sure that there's a, a lifeguard by the swimming pool so that when Bill's kids or his friend, neighbor's kids go swimming, that they're safe. So when people talk about slashing and burning, look at the city we live in. This is the best city on planet Earth. Well, <laughs> okay, that's a, bit, that's a bit hyperbolic, but it's well, a great, it is a great place. It, yes. So, uh, you, you know, again, we can only argue is Toronto the best or the second best or the fifth best when there's hundreds of cities around the city. We live in an affluent, beautiful city that, yes, is not perfect. But look at us. You go to any shopping mall. People are out there. They're buying things. They're affluent. They're comfortable. They're mixing and matching. We get along with each other. There's there's none of the racial tensions or very few of the racial tensions that you see all around people would, the world. People would, would, would argue that. Uh, we have 15 yeah. seconds sure. left, Glenn, so uh, just wrap it up quickly, please. Um, yeah, I, I understand what Mayor Tory's done. I think it's acceptable. I wish the Deputy Mayor Crisanti had just st- resigned his position first and then launched his uh, campaign for somebody else. I think that would have been the right way to do it. But mistakes happen. Um, uh, again, my free advice to people, uh, if you insult your boss on TV, don't expect you have a, a job the next day. Um, uh, if you insult <laughs> him or her in person too, it, yeah. it also might be a problem. Uh, Glenn DeBearmaker, thank you so much for that. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.